Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Kelly. Today, I'm going to talk to you about progress and how you need to take joy and pride in every one of your achievements in your life. This topic is very much in line with the last several episodes on failure, quitting, and resilience. I'm sure you've all heard the quote, progress is not linear. This is true for everyone, even the world's greatest athletes. This is true for every endeavor. This means you will necessarily have dips and peaks along your path to progress. I'd like to illustrate this point with the stock market. I know this may be very hard to believe, but I graduated high school in 1999. At that time, I was working as a bartender and at Amico, which would later become BP Amico and then just BP. I had saved up some money, so in 2000, my mother suggested that I invest about $2,000 in mutual funds, which I did. And if you were as old as me, you may remember the 2002 stock market crash after the dot-com bubble. My mutual funds were in the negative. They still weren't back to what I had invested in 2006, so I ended up selling them to have some additional funds when I sold all of my possessions to move to Spain, a story I'll likely tell in the future. Let's say I had invested $2,000 in Amazon on March 27, 2000. At that time, Amazon stock was trading about $73 a share. Let's say I purchased 27 shares. Then the market crashed. On January 14, 2002, Amazon was trading at just around $10 a share. I would have been down $1,730. What a complete disaster. But what if I had been resilient? What if I had decided to hold? By 2006, I would have still been underwater with my investment. In fact, I would not have broken even until 2009. But by 2010, I would have doubled my investment. Amazon hasn't had a stock split since the 90s, so not including dividends, if I had kept holding, my $2,000 investment would currently be worth over $90,000. But it would have taken a lot of belief in Amazon to withstand the market fluctuations in the early aughts, for sure. But what if you could believe in yourself the same way? Consider this. You have survived all of your worst days. You may not believe it, but this is absolute proof of your inherent resilience and inner strength. Can you keep holding on to your stock value by believing in your self-worth? When there is a setback or fluctuation, can you hold firm in your belief in your inherent worthiness? If you keep holding on to yourself and your value, the sky is a limit to what you can do. Actually, the sky isn't even the limit. I used to tell my clients that they could be anything they wanted to be, except an astronaut. I mistakenly believed that by the time we are older and in our career paths, going into space was outside of the range of possibility. But to bring it back to Amazon, Jeff Bezos has proven me completely wrong. So now my example is an NBA star, but I'm always willing to have someone prove me wrong. So we've talked about the key to dealing with failure is shaking yourself off and getting back up. But how do you actually do that? Well, here are some ideas. First, I want you to remember that your brain has a negativity bias. Dr. Rick Hansen says that our brains are Teflon for the positive and Velcro for the negative. 
This is a survival mechanism. My coach colleague Stella says, who wants to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger? When we are looking out for potential danger by staying attuned to the negative, we survive. But my friends, there are no more saber-toothed tigers. And while the world is a dangerous place, constantly being on the lookout for hidden, largely emotional dangers is maladaptive. It causes us chronic stress and anxiety. You can offset this by proactively seeking evidence in your life that disproves your negative thoughts. If you are still caught up in the thought that you are a failure, it would be extremely helpful for you to sit down and write all the ways you have succeeded in your life. Go back to childhood. You learned how to read and write. You graduated kindergarten. You graduated high school, etc., etc. No success is too small. I promise you, your brain will take any minuscule evidence of failure as proof that you're a failure. So take the time and take in as many successes as you can to disprove this. You can literally do this activity with any negative thought. Second, ask yourself and objectively investigate. What is the next best step? The next best step is never wallowing in self-pity. That said, the next best step may be to give yourself rest, love, and self-nurturing. And after that, what's the next best step? Let's say you're like me and have overindulged over the last few months and would like to get back to your pre-pandemic weight. What would be the next best step? It won't be beating myself up for being a human that loves food. It could be, however, to reevaluate my eating habits and make small, consistent changes to get back on track. Finally, speak to yourself like you would the CEO of your company or the CEO of a company with whom you'd like to do business. Think of yourself as the CEO of your life. When Amazon lost its stock value, I can guarantee you that Jeff Bezos never lost sight of the value of Amazon as a company or himself as its leader. He kept on. I'm not saying that we should emulate Jeff Bezos in all things. In fact, if you find yourself with billions of dollars, I highly recommend that you follow the footsteps of Mackenzie Scott, Jeff's ex-wife. Nevertheless, his single-minded belief in himself and his company is something we can and should emulate. You can be the CEO of your life by speaking to yourself with the respect and admiration you deserve, by showing up for yourself, by following through with your commitments to yourself. Play with it and see what you come up with. If you'd like to level up your boss attitude with yourself, here's a reminder to sign up for my next six session course, a course that has proven power to turn around your business and your life. For the cost of less than a single billable hour, you can generate countless more in time for your clients and for yourself. And that's priceless. It starts September 2nd, 2021 at 7 p.m. Eastern. You will learn how to reclaim your time, be more productive, and have balance in your life. And as an extra bonus for those living in the Sunshine State, it's approved for 10.5 hours in Florida as well. And if you would like to have some one-on-one coaching with me directly, then first join me for a no-obligations, no-fee, non-scary session where we can talk about how I can help bring joy to your practice and your life. You can get more information at my website, www.thejoyfulattorney.com, or email me directly at laura at thejoyfulattorney.com. Until next time, stay joyful. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.